What's going on, guys? Uh, we are starting a new series every Monday called Mindset Monday. And when it comes to business, we cannot have a conversation about being a successful business owner if we do not talk about mindset, motivation, personal development, and all of the intangibles that give us the strength to lead others. In this series, I bring in my very best friend, Alex Corral. He has been a huge uh, staple in my life when it comes to helping me overcome barriers as we have navigated the waters of contracting together. He owns Cabinet Coding Kings in Orlando. He's one of the highest rated companies in the country and finds a way to navigate eight to nine kitchens per week, all while only working part-time and keeping things calm. Alex is a great leader in the space when it comes to mindset and can resonate with what we go through as contractors. And that's why I'm bringing him on. So every Monday, we are doing a series called Mindset Monday, where we will dive in to what it's going to require for you to get your mind right, get your business right, and keep things running smooth. So tune in, and it starts right now. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right, they're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener, it's so much better, and that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time, and that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat, and that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets Podcast. What's going on, everybody? <clears throat> Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets Podcast, fresh off the expo. And during the expo, I sat with Alex, who if you were at the expo, you would have met. He helped us out tremendously at the Drip Jobs booth and is my very, very best friend. Uh, he's in Orlando and also owns a cabinet refinishing business. Um, absolutely dominating Orlando, uh, doing seven to eight kitchens a week. And one thing that Alex and I discussed was about mindset. You know, I'm big on it. And Alex and I kind of sharpen each other when it comes to mindset. So we both thought it would be a good idea to start a new segment. Uh, and that's just the focus of mindset. Uh, you know, we're on here and we usually talk about business and strategy and all this stuff, but you know, what happens, uh, in our brains and, uh, what gets us motivated every day to push through the obstacles of business. I think if we don't discuss mindset, we're really missing out on a huge part of business. So I brought Alex in who is, uh, in my opinion, a master of mindset. He, he balances a lot of things really well and, uh, Hey man, welcome. Glad to have you. What's going on T? Mr. Tanner, he's awesome. <laughs> Love him. I uh, appreciate you uh, doing this segment. I feel it's very important to contractors, any business owner in general. Uh, I feel like we're not going to do anything like uh, technical in terms of mindset today. It's going to be more of a free flow on how I, you know, that's how I conduct my life. I definitely research stuff. I look into things, but everyone has their own uh, methods and, and things that are, are going to attract them towards 
what they believe, right? So that's what we'll we'll go through today a little bit. I want to talk about your story, right? So, you know, we'll talk about your personal story, but in terms of your yeah. business story, there was a time where, you know, you were working for someone else. Um, yeah. And and you you called me and you said, you know, I want to I want to make the move and you've done that more than once and and there was a time period of about 5 to 6 months from the first time you told me that to the point where you actually told me that and you took action on it yeah. and looking back you probably look at yourself like dude I'm crazy if I would have just done it 6 months prior I would have been fine you know and there's this there were some fears that occurred during that time you know there was some anxiety some doubt yeah. you have a family taking the leap in the business was scary right Let's yeah. talk about it, man. What was that thing for you? And, and, uh, and, you know, what was the shift and looking back, what advice would you have given yourself the first time you asked me if you, you know, about starting your own business? So uh, again, the, the business let, let's get, let me sidetrack a second here. Um, Cause starting the own business, that was kind of a default I had to do. Um, uh, it was, it was, I, I liked working with uh, if the company were to be uh, you know, if I was able to work with, the business owner of the other company that I was with, I think it would have merged very well together. We could probably both be further than we are today, but you got to make sure that you're living your best life. Okay. So you got to make sure you're in an environment where you make your best life. And most of the time it is when you kind of seek to go and be an entrepreneur and be the best self that you can be um, without other people kind of influencing you um, to do things that maybe you wouldn't do. So in terms of what Tanner was talking about with my leap towards owning uh, cabinet coding Kings, it was, uh, you know, I would have told myself, Hey, you know, how, how happy are you right now? Is, are you getting, how are you get how are you being treated? Right. Um, is, is this, does, when you go to work, do you come home happy or does it make your life worse? Uh, I would, I would have really put, super big exclamation points on is this making you a better person having this position in this job and you know if that was a no or a big no it's definitely you know hey you got to make this move and t i know you were saying about being scared it working out like because sometimes you know you don't have the funds in the bank so a lot of scarcity with money with you know am i good enough to do this you know do I have the skills to do this? All these things pop up, but you just right. gotta, you just gotta go, right? You just gotta go and, and you gotta get motivated and, and say, I can do it. And that's what I did. I did it. And I didn't look back when I did it. I fucking slung shot out. I'm sorry about the F word. I got excited and I said it, sorry. Um, <laughs> but, um, and you know, within six months I'm doing five jobs a week. So when, when I, started the business i didn't start it like i was going to be doing the work no in my brain i already had the vision and blueprint of doing five jobs a week like i built my first shop with three spray booths not because i was going to be doing a job it was because i was going to have you know three to four crews doing jobs so that's another thing that i would say is very important when you're starting your business you see the vision of how you want to do it and, and, you know, you, you just, you go with a strong faith that you're going to dominate. I love it. And I think uh, it's interesting, man. You said I built the shop with three spray booths off the bat. And I think what you did was, is that you created a reason to grow. 
it's kind of like if uh like a flower is only put in a tiny jar there's only so much that flower can grow but you put that sucker in a pot you know it's going to keep stretching right i mean yeah. so you know it's interesting and and i i talk to a lot of contractors about you know get a shop well i'm not ready for a shop well you will be you know um you're 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 going to grow into it it's the same thing with software well i'm not ready for a good software well i mean you're going to want one when you get to that level and it's like i think when it comes to mindset there's a lot of confidence and faith you know, we can't have a mindset talk without faith. How has faith played an aspect in the way that you operate? Oh my God, God, like, uh, it, it, it plays the most crucial part in every second of my life, every second of my life. I'm thinking, I'm imagining a reality that's not what's happening now. Okay, I'll give a little example. You want me to give a little example? Yeah, it's man, actually yeah. today. What happened today? Um, so, you know, I don't know if it's the uh, war or whatever, but the leads and jobs haven't been coming in as frequently the last two weeks. Okay, but I'm I get like five, ten jobs a week, so I've gotten like four or five the last two weeks. So I'm like, huh, you know, what's going on? And uh, you know, in my brain. I've envisioned getting 20 jobs a week. Like that's what my goal is eventually. That's like two, three shops, go it like just everything functioning perfectly. So throughout this whole hard time, I'm in my head like, yes, yes, I got 20 jobs this week, you know? Um, and today after my first two appointments, they were a little disappointing, not that they didn't go with me, but they just weren't ready at the moment. And then I got a call with a lady who was near uh, where I was and I, in my head assumed that this wasn't going to be a proper client for me. Okay. So I was letting my negative situations. Of what uh, so just off, the bat, off the bat, you pretty much already wrote this person off as this isn't a fit for me. You kind of pre-qualified her mentally. Right. And then I, then I'm like, no, we're not doing that. We're going to go, we're going to give her a, a great experience and we're going to, you know, see what happens. Wow. Uh, we, we got this opportunity from a guy. And we're just going to go. And I went there and trust me, man, this neighborhood was not uh, the best neighborhood. I'm a lucrative cabinet coating company. Like I'm the higher uh, costing like company. Right. So I'm in there and I'm like, I'm staying positive. My head's like, get the hell out of here. What are you doing in here? You know, but on my brain, my, my mindset, my higher awareness is like, no, this is a practice to get you on a, higher level of mindset uh so we're gonna take this and be, and be enjoying in my head i'm like kind of dancing like to a beat of positivity and i'm like yeah i'm gonna pass the shit out of this test you know yeah. um at the end of the, i gave her the quote and i'm like all right well thank you very much i even tried to close because i thought you know it was over like you know she's like okay well how do i give you the deposit Wow. And I'm just, it was just like, boom. And everything I was wow. it just like, oh, it, it like, good. It, gold. It, it lit me up. It lit me up. I'm like, you see, like, you know, I, I want, you know, right now I envision five jobs a day, but you know, that, that's still, that still could come, but that one, one more right there, that one was special. That's one you know, more that, that was, builds up the momentum because we know as salespeople, yeah. you know, when we start hitting a losing streak, it hits. It oh, does, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, what's funny is it happened to me today too, cause I'm starting that flooring, uh, and, and, and I'm starting that flooring installation side of my business for my father-in-law and, uh, you know, Julio who works alongside of him. 
And it's yeah. like starting a business brand new. And I worked out a deal with a local flooring flooring place where they get people to come in, they sell them the floor, and then they quote unquote sell them the installation. They just sub it to me. But bro, the pricing that they're subbing it to me for is 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 peanuts, dude. I'm talking like they want 170, they're they're telling these people 175 a square on installation, two dollars a square on uh baseboard installation, right? I'm selling baseboard installation alone. $8 a linear, sorry, linear. And I'm selling flooring insulation between two fifty and three. So you can see how this is a hit for us and yeah. it's kind of demotivating, but I don't go into it like that. I go into right. it. Like I'm going there to sell. They got me in the door. If I don't sell, then I'm going to take the hit on the low. I'm not going to make any money. It's enough to pay the guys and that's it. But I went in there today. The job started off with just installation of vinyl in the living room. Mindset was right. I'm going to sell them painting of the baseboards, which was a thousand painting of the doors to match the baseboard. That was a thousand painting of, uh, the walls, because why would you paint your trim and not your walls? That turned out to be 1950. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh oh, can you do the yeah. bathroom installation too? Perfect. Yeah. I can't do it on their price, but for us, it's going to be 750, right? Bro walked away with $9,500 job from a 2000 job at the flooring place sold me walked out yeah. of there. Lady pulls out five grand in cash wants to put half down. I mean, the mindset was right. I could have looked at that and just been pissed off going into that place thinking, man, I'm not going to make any money here. Right. Saved it. So we had a very similar situation. Very yeah. similar. And that happened today, this morning. You know what? I wanted, yeah, I'm really, I'm really happy you brought that up. I wanted to go over something with you real quick. Because you told me I got my mojo back. I wanted to call you right back and say, you never freaking lost that thing. You ah, always had it. Yeah, Don't, yeah. An important lesson for everyone listening right now. Don't let external situations make or break your mojo or whatever the hell is going yeah. on in your life. Okay. So yeah. you need to, you need to be happy. You need to be motivated. Yeah, I did say that I called them because yeah. I'll be honest, you know, the flooring part is a little shocking. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a challenge. You know, it's one of those things you're in startup mode and I haven't been given it as much attention as I did when painting was my only thing. I got drip jobs, I got painting. And then this flooring thing has been like a thorn in my side, you know, and I haven't yeah. given that, that, you know, so it was almost like, I was hitting these estimates and people just wanted like a bathroom done and like these, Oh, can you finish what I did? And like, it was just like these choppy jobs, but you're right. The mojo never left. You know, it was just a matter of the mindset, you know, yeah. that's why we're here. So, today. Yeah. So that's, and it was perfect. Cause I was like, you know what that, and that's what my, uh, what I want to preach to everybody right now. And I preach to all my guys at my shop. Look, I have 10 wonderful guys. We're all like a family. OK, yeah. these guys will always stick with me because I treat them like gold. All right. They, they yeah. would never like they come to work and they get better because I preach a great mindset. I preach be happy internally. Get make yourself one percent better every day. Make yourself right. the best you can with with not looking at the external reality right now. And you'll create such a great internal feeling that it will come out eventually and you have to be patient because it's a it's a ride it's a journey it's what this whole uh honestly society pushes against of being patient and working on yourself and not there's a like, lot of needing the externals yeah there's a lot of unknowns when you start a business and if you're used to being a employee you had all the hard work done for you you showed up did what your task was and yeah. you left when you own a business it's exactly proportional. The results are exactly proportional to the effort of which 
you produce. And oh, yeah. that is a hard adjustment for a lot of people because, you know, you and I, we both have kids, you know, yeah. sometimes there's late nights. We have employees that give us challenges beyond measure that we have to overcome and still make sure that the ship is sailing. Yeah. I like a lot what you do with your team. You know, you have the shop. There's a lot of culture there. One thing that stood out to me that you told me last week was that you had one of your teammates uh, had went through something personal with his family and, you know, kind of just walk me through how you instill these things that we're talking about, faith and confidence in them to do their best work, because I believe that it comes from the source. And if you're sourcing that, you have an excess to give. So tell me what's going on in the, uh, in the shop. So one thing I'll say is <clears throat> I'll, I'll tell everybody right now, let me just give you a really quick story about myself is I wake up every morning. I'm not the most motivated. I'm not the most energetic. I'm not like, boom, boom, boom. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. That's not my natural, uh, like persona, but I envision myself as I would say a warrior of men to help them be the best that they could be and make this world better. So I wake up and I, I get, I pump myself up. I, you know, I make, I tell myself the better I am, the better everyone around me will be. And that's where you have to understand if you're in a low vibrancy, a low frequency, a low energy, and someone comes at you with a bad attitude or a, a, a issue or a problem, you're not going to handle it the best you can. You always have to be at a high level so that you can breathe. Sometimes a, a, your texts are going to come at you in a way where they're super stressed out and they kind of blow up and do something that they normally wouldn't do. Sometimes you got to step back and be like, all right, hey, relax. Let's, let's talk a little later, okay? We could, and then you, you discuss the situation and you could discuss how they, their actions were when they're not as, uh, I would say, abs absorbed in their own emotions and feelings. So one of my guys, he had a situation happen with his family where, um, you know, there was a loss and he had to come in and, you know, that like there was a money issue, a situation now. They didn't know how they were going to do something, you know, pay for the, the home. And, uh, you know, I told him, I go, listen, man, I go with all these other situations that you've been through and that we've talked about, have I ever led you the wrong way? He's like, no, I go, listen, God will lead, will make everything how it needs to be. You got to talk to your family members, be patient, don't do anything excessive. Don't push the envelope because that makes you make bad decisions. You got to be patient, relax, and let everything fall into place while still doing what you need to do uh, to be your best self. And you know what? In two, three weeks, everything worked out better than he could have ever imagined. Let me tell you, I've done, I've had talks like that probably like over 20, 30 times with my guys. That's why they believe in me. That's why they trust me. If they ever need anything, I always have their back. That's why. You know, could they have all, they could all be their own uh, entities. Okay. Trust me. They're all phenomenal, but they stick with me because all of us make each other better. And, you know, I want that environment. Like my whole goal ever since I started the company was having this environment, my company being the, a place of serenity where you come and your mindset, your health gets better, like where you're more powerful as a human being to like serve your family better serve the community better make the world better if if i if i had people who were 
uh, untrustworthy. And if my business, like other guys around there were stressing me out, I swear to God, I would be done with the business because I'm here to make <laughs> the world better. And I think contractors need that, you know? I think they do. I think that, you know, it starts with uh, first setting the intention to be a leader of men, to understand that there's two ways to handle situations. You're either reactive, which means in most cases you are reacting to what has already been done. Guy comes to you and says, I did this. And it's a situation that's going to cause stress, financial loss, burden. And if you're reactive, you're only focusing on the loss, the past, what happened and what result could occur because of that, rather than being proactive and moving forward. And I think yeah. like if we just focus on those two things, it's going to give you a leg up on how to uh, on how to interact with people in a way that's progressive, like proactive is progressive, reactive is regressive. And if we're not in a place of peace as business owners, it's really hard to get other people to be in a place of peace. It's actually almost impossible. It's almost like, you know, the I, seat I agree. Thing, right. So. In business, you know, we talk about all the strategies of sales, of marketing, of production, of, you know, all that stuff. None of that matters if you can't self-manage, if you can't handle stress in a way that when stressful situations come to you, it filters out to the point where the people around you aren't affected. Because again, if that's not happening, then you will be reactive when situations come up. Hey, I spilled this paint. Are you serious? You can't be serious. This is the third time you've made a mistake. You're paying for it. And what kind of environment does that create? Rather than proactive of, have you already spoken to the customer about the issue? What have you done to remedy the situation? What can I do to help? Because what that's going to do is create a certain mood around the entire company. And that is with every situation. Now, yeah, there's people that make mistakes and don't have sympathy don't have uh you know remorse about them and obviously you have to deal with them in a different way but i think what alex is saying is that his environment is full of growth it's full of proactive energy that everyone's striving toward the same goal and what that also does is it creates a scenario where if you're not operating at that level it's going to be really really hard for you to stick around and i think you've seen that too is that correct Oh yeah, I have a very strict uh, character policy. Like I, I understand this world. I've been through a lot. Um, so I, hi, if I, anyone I hire, you know, I, I'm very transparent. I go, this is a job. This is what you're gonna get paid for this amount of time for this amount of time until you get this sort of skill set. You know, um, uh, this these are the parameters, right, for every individual that comes in. Uh, but I, I at least have someone on a, you know, interim. I would say probationary period for about three to six months. So I know within three to six months, someone's not going to be able to act at a super high fake level. I'm going to see right. like who they really are within that three to six months. So um, those are the things you've got. Don't get excited over certain people right away. Um, really see what they're made of. See if they have a heart, if they have a good heart and they're a good character and they want to do well, those are the ones you give extra, like, uh, you know, chances to, cause you know, I mean, that. That, I mean, like, in terms a of, of like, a lot of the guys in my company right now, you know, in, in terms of like the people though, 
you know, I mean, what we reverted to about somebody in your business, you know, everyone's going to go through a storm and you're not going to get perfect people because they don't exist. And it's like what I was really emphasizing to you uh, and, and one of the showcase was that like how you not only handle your own storms as an individual with your family, with your 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 loved ones, with your kids, but how you somehow find a way to manage the storms of your employees, you know, because that guy you referred to could have easily derailed. And if everything around him was crashing down, lost a family member, finances were going nuts, you know, without you having astute awareness of that person's situation and caring enough to dive deep enough to give him the advice that he needs, give him the comfort that he needs. How do you balance the storms of not only yourself, but your, your, your teammates. And I think it requires you to actually care enough to really inquire about what's going on in their life. So how do you handle both? You know? Yeah. Um, so how, how, how we do that is I, I would say it's always waking up with a, a purpose of who you want to be, how you want to be. Like I was talking about energy, frequency, and vibrancy. Like you got to have a mindset of discipline and make sure that, Hey, I'm going to be at my highest, my best self today. Cause when those, uh, situations come in with the other, with the employees and techs, you know, they're going to be stressed out. They're going to be nervous. They're going to be scared. So you got to be a pillar. You got to be a, a boulder of confidence, of peace, of hey, relax. We're good. I got this. I got you. Don't worry. I'll take care of it. If you don't have a high mindset, if you let stress knock you down quick, your company's not going anywhere. You're not going to have any employees and no one's going to want to work with you because you're going to say, you're, I hear a lot of people, how do you have all these guys who work for you? I'm like, because I give them chances to make mistakes and then I build them up and I, I build their confidence up and then they, on their own, believe in themselves. I don't yell at them. I don't, I don't need them to be anyone but who they are. Okay. And then I give them the resources and a skill set to be phenomenal. Okay. Cause that's what we want. We want to be phenomenal. I have a word called boom nominal. All right. And, and that's what we strive for. So um, my guys, they know they could come to me with any situation, any problem, and we'll figure it out. It's happened a hundred of times, hundreds of times, and either I'll figure it out or we have our whole family of um, techs that will help out like we're all together we all help each other out and that's what you need to build to have something successful and once they trust you once they have that love for you once they, they know hey man this guy's actually a good guy which there's not too many you know people who really want to help their employees dude they'll go to that house and make sure that thing's perfect like they'll make sure that the company looks the best it can isn't it so interesting that it goes people. from best in their love isn't it interesting that they, 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 they're, they're, although yes, they're doing the job for the customer. They also are doing it to have your back. Like they know that like, yeah, the customer's good, but they know that if the job isn't done right, you're going to get the heat for it. And it's almost yeah. like they're doing these jobs to make you proud. And I felt that in my business in a way of like, man, like, you know, that's awesome in a sense that in any interaction that I have, whether it's between me and a paying customer or me and an employee, I try to exceed the value that they give me in return. 
And that's almost my default now. In other words, I am really inquisitive on what their goals are and what they're trying to accomplish and what situations are going on in their life. You know, somebody in my company just had a baby and like he came to me like, dude, is there any way like I can have some time off? And I'm like, bro, is there any way you can have time off? You're having a kid. Take whatever time you need. I'll figure it out. However long you want to take, you could take three months. I don't know if I'm going to be able to pay you for three months, but you could take your three months, whatever you want, man. Take that time. You know what I mean? I'll hire somebody yeah. else. It'll force me to grow. And it's almost like, you know, one of those things, man, where I'm working for my guys. I am there for their success rather than they're here for mine. I could care at this point in my business, five years in, dude, I've, I've made the money. I seen the process. All it is is duplication, consistency, systemization, making things faster, better, stronger. And at that point, it's just dry. And it's like, man, you know, while I'm here, I can really impact these people's lives. I have 200 applications in my inbox sitting. And all I see is like, man, I'm the key to somebody's next opportunity for growth. And uh, man, right. I take that so serious. You know what I mean? No, I, and I agree with you. I It was a similar situation. One of my guys just had a kid too. He needed a week off. So we worked it out where he had that week off. Um, and then I'm like, yes, yeah, take your time. Come back when you can. Um, and then on his check before he left, because he knew when he was going to have a, a kid, I, I gave him an extra $500. You know, I'm like, hey, here's here's your bonus. You know, this is for your kid. Get him some stuff uh, that, you know, that you'll need that you haven't gotten yet. You know, I do that with all my guys, you know, and I've also implemented a program. If they bring me a goal that they have, like to buy a house, buy a car, like something they were wanting and have to save for and have to like, you know, they actually put focus towards to achieve. I will help them once they achieve that goal with like, so one of my guys wants a house. I'm like, all right, I'll give you a couple of grand for your down payment for your house. Wow. You know, uh, you want a new car? I'll, I'll give you a couple, like, you know, obviously not a couple of grand for a car. It's different than a house, but uh, I'll give you a couple hundred bucks for your down payment for your car. You know, like, yeah. so we have different goals that we need. One of my guys came to me. He's like, Hey, I need to save this much for my car. So we, we sat down and I'm like, all right, I'm in a, uh, write a check for you for your uh, you know you're gonna get your pay your paycheck and then I'm gonna get you a check for your savings accounts because that's how much you need to save every week to get a car yeah. um, so like that's how you work with your guys so they see that you're yeah. with them and now you have yeah, focus yeah. I with mean them. I love that and I think it's a testament to your character that is no fabrication that's all true you know I mean I know you do that stuff but what's interesting is is that I remember when we were both broke so those of you, you know, don't know, Alex and I were at one point, uh, we used to work together at the same restaurant. That's how we met. We used to, <laughs> we were broke. You know, I remember that I had to borrow 200 bucks from you. You had to borrow yeah. 200 bucks from me and letting go of yeah. that $200 was like letting go of like 90% of my net income. Um, and it wasn't easy, man, but we had each other's backs. But I think what we remember most about that, and I think God brought us to that point was, empathy and understanding that, you know, the best thing you can do for somebody is be a blessing financially, um, understanding what they're going through and understanding that, you know, it's hard out there, man. It really is. Comes to, uh, when it comes to growth and, and success that, that you've achieved, but you know, what, what would you say, what would you say, uh, your goal is in terms of, you know, where, wh what is your ultimate goal in terms of, you know, what you want to accomplish in your, in your cabinet business? Cause I think it's important, you know, you're helping everyone set their goals. Like, what is your goal? What are you, what are you trying to achieve? 
So um, I know we haven't talked a lot about like business strategy, all that. There's a lot of that that me and Tanner do. All right. So um, let's, this is just about mindset and how we come to do and make our decisions every day. So, uh, you know, my goal for the business is to, I want to create a place, you know, where I can elevate people. So that's the goal. And then through helping people, through getting people to another level of life, I'm going to grow my business. Right. And then I'm going to be able the bigger, the, I see it as the bigger I grow my business, the more people I can help. Right. The bigger I grow my business, the bigger philanthropies I could be a part of the, the, the better I create this business, the more I can help people become, you know, better human beings and this world's a better place. Okay. Um, and this is just a stepping stone. Uh, I, I feel like the, uh, PCA is a, a big part of this community too. And I definitely want to be a bigger part of the uh, Painters Contracting Association or Contractors Association because, you know, a part of this more holistic spiritual energy should be a part of every contractor's life. You have to be able to go through situations where you can't see the outcome. Like you don't know what's going to happen. You just got to have a faith in yourself and in the world and in God or whoever you believe in that he's going to make it come together and it's going to be okay. And you got to go every day and, and with your best attitude, with your best energy and know everything's going to be great, you know, and then be patient. Don't need everything all at once. Everyone thinks you need everything all at once. Okay. If you make a hundred grand a year, which, you know, I don't know what every business owner is making, but if you make that for like 10 years, you're, you're going to be very good in your life. Okay. And if you make the right decisions and, you know, and, and invest, it's, you know, your life could be just fine. Like I would say anyone starting out, be patient, work on the business, know what you want to do with the business. Okay. And, you know, that work, work on yourself to be the best person you could be so that you can help your employees and anyone around you, even homeowners be the best people they could be because the world isn't, creating you know the best human beings with the social media and everything out there so we got to be the ones who stand up and say hey i'm going to be different i'm going to care about everybody i'm not going to care about money first i'm going to put education into myself to learn myself better so that i could be better and i could you know show my employees and show this world that wow that that's that's the type of person we need to become you so in know? terms that's of mindset though you were never, you weren't always like this, right? Like there was, you went through some stuff, you know what I mean? Oh, I was the complete office, opposite. The opposite. I mean, you know, somebody's that. like, oh, like, oh, mindset, right? Like, oh, well, I got, I know I got to get my mindset right. But I think there's a secret that you're Im imploring, which is consistency. And why don't you help the person who might just err on the side of negativity every day? You know, well, is me. I can't find leads. I can't get jobs. I can't you know, I, I can't find, I can't find good help. Like let's start with those. Really so you, you actually just, you just, you just hit it on the head right there, Tanner. Can you repeat your vocabulary for me again? Or on the side of negativity? No, I can't. Ah, I can't. I can't get leads. I can't do this. I can't do that. Remember, you're going to only do what you can do and you're only going to, you you can't do what you believe you can't do that's what i'm saying about the faith right now you know i would i would say 
if I, in, in my brain, my brain wants to say, oh my God, we're not getting that many leads. Like we're freaking out. We're freaking out. I have to be a, 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 a bold, courageous, faithful man and say, this is just a stepping stone to getting the 20 jobs a week. This is phenomenal. This is my test to make sure how much I want this business. This is my test to see how, how phenomenal I could be in, in a situation when, where it's, it's not what I desire, right? But remember, it's like a yin and yang. You can't appreciate something without going through the opposite. So you got to look at everything as a blessing, you know, and you got to learn, you know, hey, this is what this happens. And when these things happen, this is what I got to do mentally. So you got to treat your life just like a business, right? You can do that. You can really say, hey, today, this stressful situation happened. I acted like this. Next time, I'm going to act like this. And then you visualize yourself acting like that. And your body actually will program that to help you act and behave how you want. That's why I tell Tanner every day, I fist pump. Yes, yes, yes. All day long in my brain and visualize myself as happy as I could be. And with all the great things that I desire, because why not? You know, I could be like, oh, I don't have this. I don't have that. I'll never get it that way. But in my brain, it's like a party of happiness and abundance and, and joy. And call me crazy, but it wor it's worked out pretty well. I mean, yeah. And that's what I wanted to get out of you. It's like, you know, you were at a point in your life, your lowest point. And I'm sure we'll get to that as we continue the segment. You know, I don't want to uh, fire hose, you know, those listening. But, you know, this was this was part one of, uh, of, of, our, of our mindset motivation segment. And, uh, you know, it's just the beginning because I think that, uh, you know, this is valuable for me, for you and anyone listening, Alex, you're the man. Thanks for coming on and, uh, you know, get ready to bring it next week. Yeah. And if you guys want to have any questions or you're dealing with anything, uh, we, me and Tanner went through everything I've been through a lot. Uh, so we can definitely, you know, pick those, uh, inquiries up of how to help you out with these life challenges. Yeah, absolutely. All right, bro. We just want to help the community. So that's it. Reach out. That's it. We got yes, your sir. back. That's what we're about. All right, man. We'll catch you on the next one. All right. Bye. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening to that Mindset Monday with Alex. Hey, listen, if you want to stick around after this, you're going to hear a brief testimonial of a very happy Drip Jobs user that may answer some of the questions you have about Drip Jobs. So if you want to stick around, that's coming up right now. All right. Um, hey, I'm here with uh, Michael Perry of Outside the Box um, Contracting in Florida. And I just want to start off by asking you a few questions about really about what your experience is with drip jobs. My first question is, how do you like the system overall? You know, first, I want to know what were you using before? And second, what has drip jobs done for you in your business? Well, before I was really using nothing because the business is very new. And uh, so right off the bat, I did need something that was going to be able to, uh, you know, manage my customers, handle the customers, be able to handle proposals and the invoicing part of it. So I came across uh, drip jobs on your, um, on your podcast. I heard about it on podcast. And uh, so I looked into it. You and I did a uh, little demo and right off the bat, I knew it was going to be something that I'd be able to utilize and uh, put to work. So um, almost immediately, uh, from the very first time, um, it's been working since day one, and I especially love 
the automations are great. Uh, the fact that it's working behind the scenes, even when I'm not paying attention to it, is the better part. Um, your integration with Angie Leads is, is huge because those leads come in and immediately they're getting uh, contacted. It just, it just shows that um, it makes it appear as if, even if I'm not paying attention, as if I'm paying attention to this customer and they have my yeah. full attention. So they get an email instantly from me saying, hey, thank you for contacting outside the box. And just this, that part alone is enough because uh, all the feedback I've had from all my customers so far is that they are, they love the communication. That's the best part. That's, that's what's attracted them the most to me is, is that I'm communicating with them, the constant emails, the follow-ups, um, and just how the proposals, the invoices are put together. The system is very easy to use. Um, and it's just been fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, well, now you used Angie leads before having drip jobs. So before you would, add, for a little bit, I think there was a time period where you did. So before, you know, that lead would come in, you'd have to hurry up and call them right away. Right. Wasn't right. that kind of what you were doing? Right. So the lead would come yeah. in the gun to, to, stop, to stop what I'm doing, make sure I call them within a certain period of time, um, especially with their rules that they have as far as you yeah. know, credits and stuff like that. But um, when the leads come through Angie and drip jobs is able to grab it and send them an email, yeah. right. It gives me, it buys me time to, you know, follow up, review their request and then get back to them, you know, in a, in a, in a timely fashion, but right. um, at the con, the point of contact, I'm usually the first one in. So, which is, which is huge. Um, but they appreciate that a lot. Love that, man. Love that. So a lot of our pushback that we get as a software, some people in your position, which you're starting out, not a massive company, they think that drip jobs is too big for them, right? They look at it and they say, well, I'm not doing a ton of work. Like, I don't really need this. You know, what would you say to those? Because I know in the beginning, you kind of thought the same thing. Maybe it was like one of those things. And I think you had canceled and then I rallied you back in. And now you're now you're now you're a fan. So what was that shift for you? And what would you say to anyone that that thinks thinks that? Yes, initially, when I thought I was just starting out, I'm like, I can't, you know, I need to be able to, you know, to pay the monthly fee, I need to have a lot of work coming in. But uh, ultimately, once I did come back around and I looked at it and started putting it to work for me, I realized that I can't even exist without it because if I didn't, <laughs> I, I don't know what I'd be thinking if I didn't have it because just it just makes it so much so easy yeah. uh, to use uh, everything from the, the initial the initial point of contact through the scheduling, the estimates and the appointments and the communication that way. And, um, you know, writing the proposals and sending them out, invoicing, all of it has made, yeah. made the job very easy. And then I got, I got very busy. So right. having that along the way has really helped, uh, helped. The, uh, we, we kind of pitch it as your, your 24 seven office admin in your pocket, yeah. right? I mean, it's kind of working <laughs> for you while you're out and it's doing things that you wouldn't normally have to do yourself. Right. That's the best. Yeah, man. So in terms of um, in terms of customer service and support setup, you know, we make it a point to try to be there for you if you need anything. Have you found that we, we've been successful at that as a company? Yeah, it's always you've always gotten back almost immediately sometimes, even late at night. Uh, which is <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I know you all have lives, but um, yeah, even late at night, if I'm in the middle of have a problem on a proposal and you jump right back on there and, and help me out. Yeah. It's been great. You know, what's interesting is me as a contractor, sometimes I know 
what that's like, you know, uh, just from my experience, other software, I'm in the middle of a proposal. I need to get this thing out, you know, so we just know how important it is, you know, and we're committed to that. Um, what do you think of some of the updates? I know that I sent out an email, you know, what do you think of some of the updates in terms of the new ways, the, the new way the proposal looks and how, how we've adjusted the way your customers perceive you through drip jobs, you know, the way that they see your proposals. What do you think about some of the updates? The update's been great. The, the most recent proposal update is fantastic. I looked at it uh, just uh, in the past couple of days because I've had a few go out and uh, it looks, it looks clean. It's professional. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it looks really good and, and makes me look really good, um, you know, to the customer. So it's awesome. Now your customers, um, in terms of them responding to the drips, now some people think that, you know, it's way too much communication. Sometimes do you feel as though the communication is just right? And if so, do you feel like your customers think of it as, as a good thing? Would you say that they're responding to some of the communication in a positive light? I'd say it depends on the customer. So um, I, I look at their um, activity, I can, you know, with the email communication. So I yep. see I have, if I have cold leads that are sitting there that I haven't gotten yep. back, to, I'll take a look at their uh, interaction with the site. And if right. they've gotten three or four drips and they've had zero views on it, right. then that customer, I don't think that customer is going to come back. But right. if, they have a, if, if I see that they've viewed one of the emails, you know, and a couple of days have gone by, I'll let it sit there. I'm not going to, I'm not going to eliminate the lead. Um, but those, I, I have a feel for certain leads that are, that I know are not going to go anywhere. It's just yeah. in the conversations I've had, just what they were yep. looking for. Um, sometimes they go on Angie and they hit the button and not realizing that someone's actually going to call them back, yeah. you know, they're looking for pricing or whatever. Um, but I've been able to, I've been able to manage. Um, are you there? Yep. Sorry. Uh, I've been able to manage um, the, uh, the leads through there, um, you know, more easily, um, by doing Love that. So. Love it. It's great. Last question for you. One of our favorite features and probably like the fan favorite is the booking URL. And that allows for people to call you. You can just send them that link. Have you been utilizing that? And has it saved you from having to manually input information? Uh, I have not yet had to manually. The only time I've manually inputted information is on a lead that's come to me, like not through Angie, because Angie okay. is able to, you know, it's already in there. When Angie goes through Angie, yeah. it, it, it's already integrated. Um, so I've I only had a few times where I've had to enter it myself because uh, most of my leads are coming to there. Recently, though, I've started uh, boosting posts on Facebook and I'm getting a lot more traction through there. Love um, so those um, those uh, those leads I've had to go through and enter myself. I'd have to look, I'm not sure about the URL for the Try contact. It. So it's great when people call you, all you have to do is click the button at the, we actually put it at the bottom of the mobile Which app. Is it on? What's that? Which screen is it on that to see it? It's on the, it's on the mobile app. It's actually oh, it on is. the mobile app at the bottom. It says new request. It's kind of subtle. We just slipped it in there. And if you click that, all you got to do is punch in the phone number. So again, if someone calls you and you know, you're driving and these, maybe this is somebody that just found your name on Google or a referral from a customer. All right. you got to do is click that button, punch in their phone number, and it sends them a link to fill out your booking form. So oh, it saves you the time. Yeah. Try that out. It's a really okay. awesome feature. Perfect. Awesome. Dude. Well, thank you, Michael, man, for your time today. Uh, we're, we're extremely grateful for you uh, taking time out of your day to just give us some, some great feedback and gloat about us. Um, you yeah. know, again, we're going to keep striving, man. So thanks so much. Oh, uh, church has been great. Awesome.